I've lost my way. I don't know what way to go. I don't know the way ahead. How many times have we felt like that? Being on the edge. Wondering what the present and also the future has in store for us. We spend a lot of times in our lives wondering that question. And as we move from one desert to another, wandering, wandering through the many wildernesses of life. And isn't it sometimes scary, confusing, difficult to know the right way? Often, we encounter some difficulty along that way. We feel emptiness, sometimes anger, often despair. And we look for directions, or at least some sign, that we're on the right path. For me, this went, I found that, in a little 99-cent e-book. I found it very helpful. It was called, Not By Bread Alone. I also read a book about the Stations of the Cross by a Dominican, Tim Radcliffe. What those two things did for me is that they reminded me of something that I think we sometimes forget. That when we're in those dark and empty places, that's when we look. That's when we search. It's when we search for just a little sign of God's presence. We look and we search for some oasis of God's grace. In our deserts, we search for an oasis of God's grace. A lot of us recently have been in dark places, dark places of loss, loss of a spouse, parent, health, maybe even a child, loss of life not really going the way we want it to do, maybe loss of a housing or material things. But these difficult losses ended up, for some of the people I know, just a phase of life that forced us often into uncertain transitions, into just another phase. It forced you to make new decisions. It maybe forced us to do a new direction, a new path, a new wilderness, a new way home. Lent's been a time to clear our heads, to put Jesus in our hearts, to recenter our lives in new hope and vision to recenter our lives on Jesus and God. And when we're in that desert of indecision, we may feel we've lost our way. But today we're reminded that Jesus is the way. He's with us every mile, every step. And you know, when he travels with us, 
We never come out on the other end of that journey the same. Never the same. But along that way, we have crosses. A lot of us have many crosses. We have that burden, maybe the things. But of course, we have the burden of people around us. And sometimes all of those crosses demand all of our energy and all of our time. We see our sufferings and our brokenness. We often see them as crosses, as sort of condemning us to stop living our lives or, or making them incomplete. And sometimes those crosses give us great sadness and great despair. Many days, I know I feel this way, sometimes I like to lay my crosses down and not pick them up. But the real crosses, the crosses that God places on our shoulders and Christ bears with us, can be great sources of hope and joy of discovery. A great glimpse into the resurrection for both ourselves and for others. I see that in the people that I meet. The people that I see approach their crosses in ways that is so strong. They approach their struggles. And they see them not as limitations, not as being condemned, but being a ways of maybe living their life to the fullest. They use those crosses to discover more meaning and purpose in their lives. Today we remember the day Jesus in humble humility, in a sometimes unbelievable spirit of obedience and love for his Father. He took up that cross for us. During Fridays in the lower church, we did the Stations of the Cross on Friday evenings. Stations means a place of stopping. And along those stops, Jesus stopped, just like a train in a railway station. He stopped, but he continued to move along. And he falls, even in exhaustion, he still got up. And Jesus is with us, he's close with us. So when we're stopped in our tracks, wondering if we can move on, he's there. It wasn't easy for Jesus. It's not easy for us. He stumbled. He fell. But he didn't lose his way. And despite the betrayals and the humiliation and the pain, he emptied himself. He took a form of a slave and the ultimate humility and service to us, to every one of us, and to the world. And to, he took it all upon himself. As we heard from Isaiah, it was our infirmities that he bore. It was our suffering that he endured. He was pierced for our offenses. And he was crushed for our sins.
As we heard from John, he said it is finished. But our faith tells us that it was not the end. It was just the beginning. You see, along the way to the crucifixion, he found great compassion. He found Mary, Simon of Cyrene, the woman of Jerusalem. They helped him. Even in his exhaustion, he fell to his knees, but he was able to get up, able to rise. No matter how many times we stumble, no matter how many times we fall, no matter how many times we lose our way, we need to remember to surrender and fall to our knees. We do it every time we enter this church. We do it every time we enter any church. Every Eucharistic prayer that we participate in Mass, we fall to our knees. Last night after the Mass of the Last Supper, downstairs in adoration, many of us fell to our knees. You see, Jesus picks us up. He helps us carry our crosses. He helps us to just get one step closer. He helps us get up on our feet again. He helps us to get just a little closer to the hope and the joy of Easter and the promise of the resurrection. He rises us.
Yeah. 